You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Wretched Ramblers Podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. I go by Black Dante on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook, I don't know her like that. Good hell. Look, everybody. And Mike, a.k.a. for today, will be uh, Y'all Girls Be Lying About Y'all Politics, and that's all I'm going to say. Um, And today, we have the return of them cheering mama, the one of the one of the baddest motherfuckers alive. Candace is back. Uh, huh? She is back from maternity leave. She is here to be a piece of shit, but she was going to do that anyway, because that's just how she is. Uh, welcome you know back, me. friend. Welcome back. I'm glad to be back, man. It's good to be back. I've been listening to all of our guests and we have a guest today too. I thank y'all for standing in for me and and filling my shoes while I was gone. I've enjoyed every episode. Um, And my AKA, keeping in line with my friends, y'all girls be lying about y'all podcasts. (laughs) Y'all shit, y'all shit is falling apart in these podcast streets, Okay. Okay, I know y'all listen, y'all did not think on my first day back I was not gonna bring up Miss Mamas herself, Joe Budden, and the falling out of the Supremes. Okay. Y'all have fallen apart, child, after y'all have spent so many episodes bashing other podcasters and creatives. Uh I remember y'all did an episode about Meg the Stallion being in a bad deal. Uh, y'all tried to drag Crystals and Fury from the read, talking about they was in bad deals. And ooh, it was some bad deals going on over there. <coughs> My lord, how did y'all let the yellow Eminem do y'all like that, Rory and Maul? How? Y'all was letting that man make $400,000 mistakes and was still recording pocket. Let me tell you something. <laughs> listen to me and listen to me now. If this network ever takes off like y'all shit took off, I wish one of these people, one of these hosts, one of my friends, one of my families would keep recording a fucking podcast and not have made a $400,000 mistake on their money. Baby, that's not loyalty. That's stupidity. Y'all are not loyal. Y'all are flunkies. Because I wouldn't keep recording a podcast if there was a $100 discrepancy. Six figures? Child, y'all be over there lying about y'all podcasts. And this is why it pays to mind the business that wasn't paying you because I'm delighted in this. Also, I just want to say that cis cis men, not even just black, just cis men in general, why do y'all always think y'all going to be exempt from other toxic men behavior? They treat women like shit. They treat the kids like shit. They be jacking their dog off and all type of weird shit. And you think you going to be exempt from their vitriol? Child, y'all got so much unlearning to do. But prayers down over there, Lord Jesus. But we have a special guest. <laughs> and if you... We have a special guest. And if you have listened to the Gay Side Stories, you have heard John on the Gay Side Stories. We would have loved to have him come on and do an episode of Ratchet Ramblings while Curtis was with us. But I know Curtis is smiling down that we finally got John on Ratchet Ramblings because he does watch some of our favorite Ratchet TV. 
And so we got John from the John Effect podcast here and Jeremy has been on there as well. Welcome, John. Yes. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. I'm a little nervous, but I am excited. Like, I love you guys. So to be recording, I'm over the moon. So thank you again for having me. And we love you back. And any any friend of Curtis is a friend of ours. So it's only right. Absolutely. Because I know he's looking down like, now look at these pieces of shit. (laughs) Okay. I know it. (laughs) I know it. But uh, pieces of shit. mm. You are listen. You are a lowdown motherfucker to go get engaged to your castmate and associate (laughs) ex-husband. Listen, anytime you got to start a post on Instagram with, I know the optics look bad. (laughs) That's that might as well be an admission of guilt. I know the optics look bad, but ain't no but. The shit look bad because it is bad because you're trifling. Listen, Portia, Listen. William Stewart, <laughs> McKinley, Guadiba, Abadiba. Listen, 40 million. They should, you should just change the last name to 40 million because we know what you're there for. I'm yeah, there for 40 million and I'm happily married. I would be there for 40 million. I'm happily married. I would tell this nigga in the other room, baby, listen, we got to take a break so I could get this money. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back to the ba- but let me get to the bag and then I get back to us as a family, Portia. Hey, you Mike trifling. Be like, Mike be like, just bring back some Chilean sea bass. Listen, it's <laughs> beers. Listen, the family gonna need forever off of $40 million come up. Portia, you a little trifling. I ain't gonna lie to you, you a little trifling. I know the woman was your best friend, but you were swimming in her pool. Y'all was snapping it up together, taking house. pictures for Instagram at her house. You a little trifling. You're a little trifling, and and Fallon has not come out yet to congratulate you and her ex-husband on y'all's situation. So I know some shit in the milk ain't clean, because Dennis don't care. Listen, Dennis is like Dennis is co-parenting with another man who ain't contribute an ounce of sperm to PJ, and y'all talking about try co-parenting and shit, try parenting. I ain't never seen no shit like that before. Listen, Dennis is over there like, look, I'm just minding my business. Listen, long as PJ Dennis want a piece of, of that forty million too. I did, did, mm-hmm. listen, bi- listen, listen. Say what you want about him, but he a businessman. He see an opportunity. Listen, them hot dogs don't sell themselves. Goddamn, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that man see that man see a scheme when he, when he see it. <laughs> He know he know a scam when he see one with his scam weave scamming ass. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Scamming ass. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Save this show. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But put put a pin in that real quick. For I got a question: Who scammed more, Dennis or Jen Shaw? <laughs> Jen Shaw, hands down. Okay, can okay. Listen, this is off topic. <laughs> Listen to me, this is off topic. I so in my time being off on maternity leave, being up at night with the baby, I started watching this show called Trafficked. And why was one of the episodes about telemarketer scammers <laughs> and how bad they and the first thing I said was watching and shine on this motherfucker. <laughs> mama's is mama's is about to go to federal prison. Listen. Yeah. Jen done called all of us about our goddamn loans and, and vehicle warranty. <laughs> I have not gotten no extended warranty calls since this bitch got arrested. <laughs> the 
and that's that's on Larry Hoover. <laughs> All right. That's on that's on Crips, Bloods, Gangster Disciples, and every fucking body else. I ain't got no calls about uh fake student loans being paid off, and I haven't got no extended warranty on my car for a car that I no longer have calls. Have have Shaw, if I ever see you in person, bitch, (laughs) you and these hands is go you gonna get an extended uh stay on these hands. (laughs) Instead extended fisticuffs. Yes, sir. Have you or loved oh one been goodness. affected by a Jen Shaw scam call? <laughs> oh, my Lord, Jesus. Jen Shaw. But yeah, Portia girl, mm-hmm. like, you you are right. Like, listen, I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. And Candace said this in the pregame, but it bears repeating. The fact that nobody at Bravo didn't have their antennas up and saw this shit coming and incorporated this into the season, y'all need to be fired. Cause this is gold, my nigga. This is this is this is titanium. This is vibranium levels of mess. <laughs> I have literally nobody has talked about this reunion since this Porsche shit broke. Yeah, for good reason. Nobody. Well, that I'm... reunion was a mess. It was a clusterfuck. Y'all spent more time worrying about that woman's vagina. And uh, you know what? Can your bitch where was your antennas as much as you was knee deep in Porsche's pussy? You would have saw this. You should have saw that Simon shit coming a mile of fucking way. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? I said it, and I'm gonna say it again. You are one useless bitch. You know why? Because you have your nose and shit that don't mean nothing. If you gonna be all in the next woman's vagina, at least have facts. You've been over here worried about Bolo, and she been fucking fouling her husband. And I don't, right. Portia, you've been fucking that man longer than a month. I don't give a fuck what you say or how you say you it. It's been that, longer than a goddamn month. That you was fucking that man while he was married. That math ain't mathing, baby. You was fucking Simon while he was married. So, Kenya, where the fuck was your antennas at? Listen. They couldn't Portia, shoot up through all that goddamn acne? Portia was on the, <laughs> Portia, Portia was on the underground dick road long over than a month. The underground dick roll. Let me write this down as a potential. <laughs> <laughs> I just, if you're going to be that nosy, at least let it count for something. Right. Exactly. Let the receipts, let the receipts matter. You spent all season talking about uh, somebody possibly fucking a stripper. Oh. And come to find out it was a fucking, she was fucking Simon. Right. I was finna say, like, uh, like you spent <laughs> you spent all season trying to come for Porsche's activism when you could have been clocking her cocktivism. That's what you should have done. Like, if you're gonna be messy, be messy right. If you're gonna fuck around, fuck around what? Expeditiously. Hello. Thank you. I just, I, I don't. Because Porsche damn so deep. <laughs> Portia fucked around with intention. She fucked her way right into $40 million. Let me tell you, first of all, Portia, you got a type and it's ugly. <laughs> ugly with I ain't never money. seen you with no fine man. Cordell Todd, Stewart Todd. was ugly. Todd was cute though. Uh, you know what? You know what? <laughs> he won. I mean, that's the only one. The only one. I mean, oh, Apollo was fine. And a football player. The, all right. All right. Apollo right. was good looking, but you know. All right. Portia single-handedly is saving this franchise because I only want to watch season 14 because of all the mess that's unwinding now. 
And then the rumors that are swirling, like the potential for you being pregnant, you possibly getting a spinoff series for the wedding and this possible pregnancy with Simon. I want to see if Fallon is going to get a peach. I, I'm here for all the mess that should come about in season 14. Okay. Sure, because let me tell you. Also, also, I'm here for when shit fall apart with Candy and Todd because they do too much. And some some name right in that household. Yeah, Candy walking around with French rolls and cinnamon buns in her goddamn head, and she look. She up there looking like Madea. That's enough. Too far. Okay, cool. But let me tell you one motherfucking thing, Bravo. Let me tell you something, Andy, bitch. You might not never hear this, but I want you to hear this. I want I want you to receive this, Andy. If you don't take advantage of the of the the gold mine of mess that is this shit here right now with Porsche, if you don't take advantage of this and produce a good season next 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 season, I, I know some. I don't know what I know, but I know some, and it ain't good. So get your shit together, Bravo, Andy, because this right you cannot fuck up this layup, Andy. You cannot fuck this up. To be honest, the next couple housewife shows should be really good with um, Potomac, Salt Lake City, and Atlanta. We should we should get some really good action from those three housewife shows for the new seasons coming forward. Yeah. If not, I don't know what to say. I got to check out of the Real Housewives franchise. I want to see all of the scoop on Jen Shah being a fucking um, scammer. Uh, I, I want to see the new castmates on Potomac, and I still, Monique, I still think you weak for letting them bitches run you off Potomac. Them hoes could have never, ever. Them hoes would have been sick to their stomach. I would have been on the new season. Right, I would have stayed. And uh, all this, all this shit with Portia. I want to see this shit that's gonna go on with Portia. Yeah, so. Also, it. yeah, and also, can we get rid of Cynthia, please? <laughs> I mean, Cynthia brings. Cynthia and what's that one bitch from the game, Drew? Bye, bye, Drew. Uh, Andy, let me. I mean, tell you they something. tried. It wasn't a good fit. Let me bye, tell you Drew. something, Andy. Keep Ralph. Get rid of Drew. Bring Ralph's side bitch on that he was in Tampa with for three days. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Bring mm-hmm. bring Drew. Bring his side chick and bring his mama. That's enough. Too far. Okay. okay cool. All right. <laughs> But we got that out of our system. Um, let's we're gonna go on over to Black Ink, New York. Um, I got a few things I want to say. Shout out to Mama White Diamonds because she watches, she keeps up with some of the tea pages, like all about the tea. And I just want to say that I absolutely agree that C staged that break in in the Harlem shop for insurance money. Mm. Mm. Um, come on with the hot PPP, tape, friend. Come on. The the PPP loans wasn't PPP in. Oh, you know what? And <laughs> it, randomly, the shop is left unlocked, and it gets robbed for tattoo equipment. First of mm. all, you a nasty motherfucker to steal t- tattoo equipment in a pandemic. Right. Furthermore, it makes absolute sense that insurance companies ain't thinking about shit like this in the middle of a pandemic you oh candace oh you hold on you right because then we just like it um like on twitter like that um the article came out like how much insurance companies made during the pandemic Ooh, oh mm. yeah mm. they made a ton of money during the pandemic mm. 
a ton of fucking money. Mm. Also, somebody being skinny, slim, does not mean that that, that Walt robbed that fucking shop. Yeah. Like, come on. I, I just thought it was stupid. I, it don't make sense. It don't add up. How, and then the thing is, if you would hear if Walt was trying to get a bunch of stolen tattoo equipment off for money. Yeah. The streets yeah. would be talking. Yeah, especially in New York. And also, now that you mentioned it, I'm glad to have you back, friend. And now that you mentioned it, like, this is going to be a real fucked up joke, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, a nigga being black and skinny in New York shouldn't necessarily like attribute to Walt because, I mean... It's New York niggas. I mean, you know, the Bronx do that bed style crack. I, you know what? I'm I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It ain't right, but I'm just saying. However, Walt, you getting what you deserve because if you steal once, you'll steal again. And you put yourself in a fucked up situation. And you didn't have but where to. Is your, where your money going? Can I please... I, I, I'm aware of it's a pandemic, but we're talking about people who are not every day, get up, not, go to work nine to five people like us on top of the money they have made working for this tattoo shop. They have gotten a separate check for whatever production company is responsible for black ink. And that's big fish. Where's nope. the money going? Where are the checks going? And watch you an OG black ink person. You have never not been on a season of black ink at this point. Yeah. Where's your money going? Do you think you married now? Do you think uh because I think I think it was uh Ronnie who said this last week. Shout out to Ronnie. Do you think he blowing it trying to like keep a lifestyle for just that he that neither one of them can afford? No, because Jess seemingly makes good money. She paying for chip trips to uh Puerto Rico and wherever the fuck else. I I really think that the nigga is so deep in child support that that he can't find his way out. And to that mm. I mean, niggas made a good point. You niggas lay down and y'all be laying dick like you motherfucking pipe layers and you can't afford these fucking kids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I feel like you've had the money several times over to get out of the arrears. Yeah, Like you've had at least $10,000. Not to mention you was doing stand-up comedy before the uh, pandemic hit. And you was booked and busy. Yeah. Now, I I personally wouldn't pay to see you tell jokes. But you know, you was booked the biz, so I can't take that away from you. Yeah, something adding up. Mm, the math is not mathing at all. Just how you, just like the math you was doing for them tattoos for Crystal and them, they was like, boy. <laughs> they were like, now nah, I know, now nah, I know this. Ain't, listen, they turned a bit, but they was like, now nah, I know this. Something I think it is. Something about this ain't that nut walk. Um, John and Jeremy, have y'all seen C's new girlfriend? Yes, I have. I have not like, seen his new girlfriend. Okay, she looked like Duchess without tattoos. Yeah, she looked like if okay, Duchess. She, she looked like if Duchess if took she put a some chapstick on. Yeah, like <laughs> if Duchess put some Carmex on. That's what she looked like. You got a type, yeah, my man. Oh. He, he do. He got a type. She looks like Duchess to me. Mm-hmm. But was was. Very well, first of all, New York was a hot spot for COVID. Mm-hmm. You motherfuckers was up there, your son and y'all way with no mask, mm-hmm. spreading COVID everywhere. Why would you bring them motherfuckers and ATMs down to Atlanta to further contribute to the COVID pandemic down there in Georgia? Mm-hmm. 
Please, you need to go to jail. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Because I saw that and I'm like, now, now, I'm like, so you're going to take one COVID epicenter, which y'all actively contributed to, to be perfectly fucking honest, and then bring it to another COVID epicenter. Like, I'm sorry, but like, C's, you and production, I'm, I'm pretty sure that y'all had enough money to make sure niggas was not like out here homeless and shit if y'all had to shut down because of new, you know, variants and shit popping up. I'm pretty yeah. sure. And it also wasn't like all the oh go ahead, Candace. I was just about to say, all of all this shows me is how serious people did not take this when they had the opportunity to take it serious mm -hmm. and set an example. Mm-hmm. You yeah. motherfuckers wasn't taking it serious. You production companies wasn't taking it serious. A lot of y'all famous folks, semi-famous folks, B-class, E-class, D-class celebrities, y'all live in pillar to post too. Mm -hmm. That's all it showed me, that y'all was living pillar to post. Yep. That class solidarity mm -hmm. ain't solidarity like y'all think it is. Because mm. while y'all still in New York, up here, you know, again in the epicenter, granted Atlanta ain't no better, but hell, C's down here with his girlfriend living his best life meanwhile. Y'all up there clawing and fighting through COVID, trying to still keep a paycheck in shops that honestly should be shut down because, again, COVID. But, you know, C's got to out. Y'all don't. Well, correction. C's and Puma. Because Puma, of, of everybody on this show, C's and Puma probably the most financially sound. Everybody else? Mm. Mm. When did Puma glow up like that? He was a, a true dirtball. He was on the same level as old shit. <laughs> right? He got away from C's for a good while. Got his whole life together. Listen, that man. Soup fix, line up tight. Talking about black men and mental health, taking COVID serious. We like, come on. Listen, Puma is probably the sanest person on this show. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna take the probably out of it. Puma is the sanest person on this show. Yeah, he, he the only one that have a, a good balance and liquor sense. But yeah, see, yeah. you you putting everybody in danger trying to fly. First of all, nigga, how you just gonna say, like, I know y'all got, you know, families, homes, da da da, da in New York, but y'all need to bring y'all ass down here and make this money. Uh, excuse me, sir? Because again, you got to put it in perspective. C's is good. The nigga literally moved to Atlanta and got a house. He just go back to New York just for the hell of sometimes when they got the film and shit. You moved. You good. These a lot of these people's like whole life is in New York, and you just like you know what, just come down to, to Atlanta, you know, for two to three months and move and make this money. Excuse you, sir. Excuse you, nigga. They ain't gonna get them a goddamn Groupon ass bus. <laughs> Listen, I tell you, it's like I know a good goddamn way this nigga didn't get them a goddamn Groupon bus. He did. Looking, looking like that. Oh, Candace, remember that um, on Married to Medicine when they went to, was, was it Mexico? Some They went somewhere and they had that damn, uh, that damn party bus, that Groupon bus yep. that I think heavily yep. got. That's what it reminded me. That, that broke down? Yeah. That, that was down. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> so see, not only are you irresponsible, but you cheap. <laughs> but I mean, that's not, you know, nothing new for C's because, you know. We don't seen him be cheap for 84 years on this damn show. So, you know, <laughs> that wasn't nothing new. But no, still. We didn't see him buy everything except for that a new side tooth to go no. in that mouth on that side <laughs> over there. It's like, bro, you all this money, yeah. you get tired of looking like Predator? I'm confusion. 
Get you some veneers, baby. Well, you got to um, get a tooth implant so they can even veneer anything where that tooth is missing. That never. I've been, I've been saying here yeah, they can't they can't veneer to the left because he ain't got no left. So <laughs> too far. Uh, okay, cool. And Donna, I'm tired of you giving bad advice. Mind your <laughs> motherfucking business, because baby, you trying to do everything out of seed shops except for go find your own success. You trying to sell CBD juice. You trying to make wigs. You trying to sell panties. You trying to bitch. First of all, <laughs> first of all, first don't of all. give what no motherfucking advice about black ink is as much here as it is seasons. Because bitch, you is breaking your neck to be a part of this black ink franchise, even though you ain't nobody's tattoo artist. Listen. With your bad tattoo, misspelled tattoo, giving ass. Never forget. Never forget. Her perseverance. W- listen, because <laughs> when uh when Rock uh because when Rock was um like towards the end of the episode when him when her and Alice got into their argument, Rock was like, "How dare? Who the fuck Donna think she is? Because Alice is a way better tattoo artist than her." And I was like, "You right? Because at least because Alice can spell." <laughs> yeah. Uh- yeah, well, facts. Also, imagine facts. getting into a, a public argument with your significant other in public in front of people. All the time. Right? Because Donna always running her goddamn mouth about something, being stupid. Hey, imagine throwing CB, CBD parties and CBDs don't give you a... It, never mind. Mm. Donna is very fucking stupid. Mm. And anybody who has dabbled in in the cannabis life, you know that CBD, THC takes you up, CBD brings you down. Mm. So you having CBD parties and motherfuckers ain't doing nothing but trying to go to sleep. (laughs) With with your dumb ass. (laughs) Listen, maybe she misspelled it like she misspelled person. (laughs) Donna Dumbardi. Like, what the fuck, Write that down. (laughs) Write that down. (laughs) (laughs) She's <laughs> as stupid as she goddamn want to be. I can't stand Donna, man. And what's the point of having a Brazilian? What's the point of getting a Brazilian butt lift if you just gonna get fat and now you wide as all outdoors? Now you went and had all that plastic surgery, you got fat again. Now you built like a church, ain't he? <laughs> she, she, she built like Medea. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? Daughter go, daughter goes to tattoo. <laughs> Dump truck body ass. Go sit your pretty ass down. But then go to Blackie. <laughs> <laughs> when Alice kept calling her Big Baba, I was laughing so hard. Because <laughs> she really got all that work done to just go back to being built like a sofa. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what was the point? Yeah, I, listen. Ooh, you couldn't Mm-mm. say that, but it got your tail too fixed. That's what happened when you don't put your dental work first. <gasps> the hot, the dental hygienist spirits come for you. <laughs> she, got, she got a Brazilian butt lift just for it to go back down. <laughs> You got a Brazilian butt lift just to be built like a Southern grandma. (laughs) That shit is taking me What was the point? That shit is terrible. 
I was like, God damn, she wide as all outdoors again. Because at first, when she first got it, it looked good. But then, like, she... Because we talked about it on the episode. Like, damn, her body looked good, but why she ain't get her teeth fixed? Right, now it's like, hell, your body... you should have got that tooth fixed for real. Your body (laughs) back where your tooth at. That motherfucker is Uh, toe down. She built... (laughs) She built like the magic school. John, sick of us. I know John's <laughs> sick of us. I'm so I sorry. But come. <laughs> I'm here for it, though. It's true. <laughs> I'm so fortunate. How you get all that work done to still be I don't even have bad teeth, but if I come into some money, the first thing I'm doing is still getting some better teeth. Hello? If I... <laughs> Listen. And I got nice teeth, but I want the nicest teeth if Listen. I got the money. Listen, listen, when they were asking the men on Twitter, like, if y'all had the money, would you get a Brazilian, uh, like, Drake? And I'm like, hell no, I'm gonna get my teeth straight first, and my teeth ain't that ain't that bad, but nigga, I, like Candace said, I want the, the, listen, I want the pearliest of whites, <laughs> okay? I want the top of the line teeth. Hell, I can, okay. I, hell, I can get in shape, hell, I can't work out my teeth in shape shit. <laughs> exactly i can i can hit the gym i can't keep i can't hit the dentist without proper money <laughs> right for ten dollars i can go to planet fitness right yeah, yeah for ten dollars the dentist will laugh in my damn face you're not getting in the door for ten dollars that's the crazy part Shit. right donna you just a Donna, you as messy as your butt, your buddy is now. Get leave us alone, child. Please leave us alone. Mm-hmm. That was about it, right? Because honestly, it was a kind of an underwhelming episode, to be honest. It really was. I'm looking forward to the episode that's going to be airing tomorrow, where we get to the meat and potatoes. Because do either of y'all remember when the story broke um, about Caesar's teenage daughter? Coming out saying he beat her up like a nigga. Yep. I yes, remember that. I remember yes. that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And remember the girlfriend all on social media dragging his daughter, mm-hmm. calling her lazy, yep. fat, mm-hmm. and yep. stupid. Yep. Okay. Well, this this episode that's airing tomorrow is gonna be Teddy being like, How do you how are you with her? And she had the nerve to down your daughter publicly on social media. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you get over that? Mm-hmm. And the thing is. Come this on, why niggas don't. This why straight niggas don't ever need to be talking about full time parenting and having custody of their kids, because mm-hmm. that bitch should that bitch should be ten feet in the dirt. Mm. She shouldn't even Absolutely. be no. We shouldn't even be talking discussing this bitch. You know because what? Because never would... in a million years should you still be fucking on a woman who was on social media calling your child lazy, fat, and all kind of other disgusting ass shit. Over not wanting to wash some fucking dishes. Mm -hmm. To cover for you potentially abusing her. Man, listen. So I'm looking forward to that episode tomorrow. So I think, you know, next tomorrow's episode will be much better. But yeah, this was pretty underwhelming and pretty aggravating too, seeing how how much bullshit people was doing during the pandemic. It's still a pandemic. The pandemic ain't over. Hello. It's still here, but... Which, hold, which, which, let me say this real quick, and I mean real quick. The CDC smoking dick, and that's all I'm going to say. I've come to the point where I recognize my priorities are different. I have small children in the house, so I'm, even though the world is open, I'm not open. Hello. The CDC can say what they want. I will continue to wear my mask. Hello. 
if you choose not to wear your mask and I pray that you are fully vaccinated, I hope that those of you who are conspiracy theorists aren't willing to take chances um, because 35% of the country is fully vaccinated. You gonna die. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> How bluntly you said that. <laughs> I think that's all I got to say about that. If you're willing to take chances with no mask and you're not vaccinated to some degree, you're going to die. And that's just between you and God. Okay. Fred, I missed you. <laughs> so, keep, so keep your mask on. You, If you choose not to get vaccinated, that's on you, but at least keep your mask on, stupid. Ooh, Jesus, Lord have mercy. But yeah, listen, y'all can play. Listen, y'all can play around and listen to the CDC talking about don't wear no mask if you want to. Listen, listen, I got the vaccine, but listen, a vaccine is protection. It is. It does not mean the shit is over. Exactly. That's exactly it. Uh, but anyway, speaking of speaking, speaking of, of protection, mm, protect protect us from the Toya Harris and these complex. People? Where did y'all find these people from on Ready to Love? <laughs> did y'all? <laughs> <laughs> it's not one attractive man on this show. <laughs> like they all look like something is just slightly off. Like some, like they. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's some genetic mutations going on. <laughs> Not you calling them X Men. Wow. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Not genetic mutations. Like it's something. Like there's nobody that just stood out. Because remember, friend, last season, like Jeremy, last season, there were guys. We was like, they are fucking attractive. Yeah. Yeah. I um, can't say that this season. It's definitely a shift. Um, and again, I. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to down Houston. Maybe y'all had to take what y'all could get in the pandemic. Maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe that's it. Because uh, it's definitely a different quality of the the men from uh, last season to this season. I didn't know moving to a different city would do that for you. But, you know, hey, I mean, we have, even you know. some of the women. But okay. I, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. one thing y'all still doing is not treating a dating show like a dating show. <laughs> y'all are y'all are still being territorial and jealous over men that you've only gone on one or two casual dates with. It is a dating show. Looking at you, Alexis. Looking at you, Chrysanthemum. First of all, Miss Mamas, your name is Chrysanthemum. <laughs> Chrysanthemum, vibranium, titanium. You know, let me stop. Told you. Genetic <laughs> mutations. <laughs> I, all right. <laughs> Not you saying she part of the MCU. <laughs> Alexis and Ron went on a date, and I just feel like she was too worried about chrysanthemum. It was weird. I agree. I'm number your number one. She y'all number two. I better be on, like... It is a dating think? show. <laughs> you know what I love oh, about this, yeah. Candace? You know what I love about this show? Since we've been covering it here on Ratchet Ramblers, somehow, some way, we always come back to the very salient point of this is a dating show. It's a dating show. How are you jealous on a dating show? Literally, everybody is dating everybody on a dating show. Yeah. And I wish I would step it up a notch and find 
you know, non-gender conforming people because I really want to see everybody date every fucking body. Mm -hmm. Like y'all are just, y'all are just dealing with basic tired ass gender roles. Men date women and women date men. I really want to see y'all really mix it up. Yeah. I want to see where women date women, men date men, men date women, women date women, bring in some trans people. Give me a full circle uh, dating show. Cause, Cause this you know, is boring and this is tired and y'all too jealous for my cause liking. You, Cause you know what is? Cause you know what it's getting to. You know what it's getting to. It's getting to the. It's getting to like watching Twitter arguments on your TV screen, and I don't need that shit. Yeah, and straight men don't even slap like that for y'all to be territory over men that y'all y'all barely know. <laughs> he gave the chick a kiss on the cheek, and she like, I don't know how to feel about that. I just feel like my trust has been betrayed. Girl, what? <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah, Amber was upset that Jason gave Liz uh, a kiss on the cheek. Like visibly upset. Okay. <laughs> Chris, I mean, John is just like, okay, that, shit was, that was hilarious. No, because in the pregame, John was like, I tried to get into it, but I just couldn't. And I think it's because it's so tired. It's just, like, it's Twitter. These, like, it's Hey, you give us something new. Give us right. fun dating shows. Men and women dating, it's the status quo. Yeah, it's not groundbreaking. It's not at all. <laughs> and if you and if you're gonna do something stale and tired, at least let the people be outlandishly attractive. Thank These you. people were not outlandishly attractive. They were not outlandishly rich. One of the people on there was a goddamn teacher. <laughs> a <now>? teacher? <laughs> no offense. No, I'm not. But it, I'm sorry, but if we don't watch dating shows, at least let it be forty million dollars worth dating shows. <laughs> Isn't how you said it? <laughs> get, get, like you gotta, and then the one lady, her name Liz. It says CEO. What's she the CEO of? It just said CEO. The CEO. <laughs> the, the CEO of uh. The they CEO. probably can't say. The, C- the CEO of, of gender roles and, and Christian heteronormity. <laughs> That's what it is. Cause let me tell you something. I ain't forgot her and David ass on the same page. Like, yeah, if you married, I should have the access to your bank information and your password, your social media. Like, girl, what? No, that's not I ain't forgot. Insecurity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you spell it? No, Donna. <laughs> You know, and then there's this Vernicia lady in Diedrich. First of all, this nigga's name is Diedrich. What's the thing with straight women where y'all play this? I need a I need a man to lead me game. Mm. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't need a, a single motherfucker to lead me. I'm a grown motherfucker. I can lead myself. Right. Mm. Y'all are so steeped in like like Jeremy said, uh Christian. Christian normative behavior that y'all just sound fucking stupid. I need a man that's gonna lead me. I'm tired of have you having to lead myself. Bitch, are you okay? What what is going on in your thick ass hair where you are tired of leading yourself? I have never got up and been like, you know what? I'm tired of leading my own life. I'm tired of making my own decisions. I'm right. tired of doing what's best for me. I want somebody else to do it. Like you just wake up one day and be like, Mike, you take the wheel. <laughs> But the crazy part is, it's so stale that 
y'all are not even forward thinking. We take the wheel together. Yeah. We can lead a life together. I don't need to be led. We can be co-leaders, co-partners. Right. What are y'all doing? These grown 40-year-old women with kids talking about, I'm tired of leading myself. Huh? Well, when you invest you in so much in patriarchy. A lot of y'all make heterosexuality, it is the dumps. Because y'all are stupid. Uh, y'all are straight and stupid. It's ghetto. You do it. It's that's very why, ghetto. That's why that's part of, it, that's partly why I don't be on Twitter as much as I used to, like unless it's like for news and stuff. Uh, uh, but other than that, like I get tired of watching straight people argue about the st- same stupid shit. It's it's y'all are ghetto. Y'all are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and y'all are stupid on big platforms like national TV. Stupid. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand get going on a dating show to look for a man to lead you and your kids. I don't understand. Yeah. No. I also feel like the contrast from this season to last season is that one, it was more last season was more tolerable, tolerable because the people were more generally attractive. And also, while it still was in, you know, heteronormative, you know, view viewing lenses, I feel like we did have a more diverse cast last season i definitely feel season. like the ca- oh, go ahead. the cast was more diverse the women were not as needy these women are needy every woman on this season so far is talking about marriage and being led yeah. i want to get married i want to be yeah. led i want to be led i need to get married it's just not leading to marriage where it's going yeah a check from being on tv <laughs> yeah right yeah the I women were the, the women were far more like Let's. I'm not setting anything in stone. Let's see where it goes. A lot of these were, women on this season seem very needy. It, what, except for a few people, last season they did treat a dating show like a dating show. And also, they, it seemed like they, on both sides, it seemed like they were more so like, okay, how are you as a person? How do How would we work together? And how would we make this thing work? Instead, this season, it definitely seems like they already come. They're, they're coming together with preset notions of what they're looking for. Which, if you know what you want, that's cool and all. But it doesn't seem like they're really reaching to the those layers, like to, for the person. They like, okay, you check this box. You, you know, I want you to lead. You seem like you want to lead. Okay, cool. You want me. You, I want you to be submissive. You are submissive. Okay, cool. Check. Like that's not interesting at all. If I wanted to see taste like that, I could just log on Twitter. And like I said, I don't even be on Twitter like that no more because that shit is stupid. So like, what am I watching here? Mm-hmm. It's it was it was it's not that appealing. Um, and Deidre got sent home. Uh, Which honestly, all because like- he said Vernicia was aggressive. <laughs> which honestly oh. which on the one hand i feel like that was it, honestly of the two that was in the bottom human aj i would send aj home um uh because aj just kicked started giving me like the vibes of ron like remember when when ron got home because he was basically like flirting with everybody and telling everybody literally the same lines I yep. felt like AJ was getting that. So honestly, I would have sent AJ home. But also at the same time, I get, I I kind of get why Diedrich went home because like, if you are on a dating show, 
you can't be so you gotta like, open up the people yeah yeah you've got to yeah. let your guard down yeah um the girl who sent him home she she gave him good advice everybody runs the risk of getting their feelings hurt in this type of environment yeah but you you got to play to win and he wasn't playing to win he was right. he was playing it safe so he got sent home yeah Kyra, but um yeah Kyra. but so far i'm not really impressed with this season and if it doesn't start to uh you know tighten up this will probably be the last season of us reviewing this show because they pulled us in last season it was really good it was really intriguing it was funny it was a lot of shit going on and then we get here and everybody look like bitch stewie oh you you get on my nerves so everybody look like they missing a chromosome or something i didn't sign up for that i ain't signed up for bad wigs and weaves and speaking of which i i i feel like honestly this episode it was a step in the I don't want to say step in the wrong direction, but I I get what Tommy was going for, like give you know other people a chance because again this is a dating show, but it just felt forced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it felt like everybody was like, especially you know because he gave the assignment to the women, it felt more like oh well I got to do this you know because I need this assignment or whatever. But it's like especially when we are because like I'm not gonna lie, I like um uh, what's the girl name on uh, Amber? Is it Amber? Chris and Amber, I love them together. Yeah, yeah, I like them together. But I think he was. I Tommy got some misogynist bullshit with him because maybe you just keep attracting the wrong guys, or maybe I we should that. just challenge I straight men to too. be better people. That, hello, because I peep that too. That's too much, like right. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Speaking of too much, like right, let's go to a lot of wrong and let's go to married. Let's to go to the main event. <laughs> Segway Jones. <laughs> the main fucking event. Let me tell you something. I have thoroughly, if you if you gonna violate everything the CDC say, C say, if you gonna wear them plastic shields wrong, let it be for some shit like Married to Medicine season eight. Okay. <laughs> Talk about it. If if you gonna act like it's not a pandemic, let it be for some messy shit like what we've been getting in this season. This has definitely been one of the better Mater to Medicine seasons, in my opinion. Yeah, I do believe. Like the last three seasons, to be honest. They have. They have. Come on with it, Jack. Because last season um, was like what the big fallout with Scott and Contessa and the Mm -hmm. college shit and going back to school. We had the season with uh, Eugene and Toya and the tax shit. We had the Curtis and Dr. Jackie cheating scandal. We had Quad and Greg. Greg. I'm going to be honest, in eight seasons, (laughs) little bitty ass egg built Humpty Dumpty Greg. In eight (laughs) seasons... In eight seasons, we haven't really had any bad seasons of Married to Medicine. I agree. I agree. I agree. We had Dr. Simone and uh, her husband going through it in one of the seasons. Oh, yeah. Cecil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. We, that was a rough season. So yeah. I don't, I think there's been way more hits than misses with Married to Medicine. And I feel like the other girls on Bravo should really take notes. I agree. <laughs> For I real. I agree. I do enjoy Quad being moved to a friend of the show. No, I, get her off the she, show. She needs to go all together. Like she don't even. You need want to be, her gone? I enjoy seeing I've her shade. Tear you down. 
quad. No, get quad the fuck mm-hmm. out of here. She's not married to medicine. Bye. Don't eat. No, don't even show up. Just no. <laughs> Put her in the scenes like they did Sharice on Potomac, and don't give her no speaking parts, and just breathe on with the show because she's not needed. Well, you say uh, she's not needed, so who needs to stay? I think Toya is a necessary evil for this show. I I actually like Toya, and I love her hairbender, so I think Toya should stay. Mm. Um, there's not anyone I would really get rid of. Um, I wouldn't mind bringing Carrie Wells back to the show. I like Carrie. I've always liked Carrie, so if Carrie were to come back, I wouldn't be mad. I think Anila this has no purpose on this show. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I had totally forgot about Anila. She yeah, that's, that's why you forgot about her. <laughs> she can go because I'm like, no, no, no. I will say the one thing that I like about Toya, Toya gives me Lanethia Lee's vibes and that she's not afraid to be the bad guy. Right. Like she is not, she knows that she's messy. <laughs> she and she she knows she's messy she knows she's catty and that's that and she I, don't make no apologies for it I agree all. with that I agree with that to an extent because un, like you're right like she does like she knows she's a bad guy because hell it was Mariah before her because hell she was Mariah's number two and that's why Anelia is here to be her number two and I do agree with yeah. you in that Candace the difference between her and Nene is Nene well not all the time, because sometimes she will do this. But generally speaking, Nene don't cry about being the bad guy. Toya, Toya ass would be like, I don't know why you guys are being mean to me, bitch. You know good and goddamn well why. You poke your bear all the time, Toya. Yeah, so I, I I think that's an accurate comparison. I think she, but she cries a little bit more than Nene does. Yeah. yeah I agree. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, I will say... I am here for Quad this season. I was not here for Quad last season. Um, I feel like Quad should have took a step back if she had no interest in bringing her personal life to the show. I did not care about the sister circle, sister friend, girlfriend, get got gone, baby girl circle shit she was doing. <laughs> I'm only here for these women's business ventures when they bring their personal life to the show. Right. I don't need you trying to sell me just your business ventures. We didn't see none of Quad's personal life last season. She was very hush-hush about it, and I felt she had no place last season. This season, she's just a friend of the show, and I'm here for her and Toya's back and forth, because Toya was unnecessarily shady to Quad, and so now yeah. Quad is dishing it back. Now, I will say, I hope Quad lying about Toya not being able to get a line of credit at the Z goddamn gallery. <laughs> okay, because if you if you Google the Z Gallery, it's one of those gaudy furniture stores that sell a bunch of rhinestone ass mirrors and lamps and tables and shit mm-hmm. like that. It's, it's one of them tacky stores for people who think they got style, but they really don't. Yeah, because I didn't know what it was when Quad said it, and then I had to Google it. I'm like, if Toya couldn't afford this shit, <laughs> I know so. <laughs> Oof. Right. I know so. so. I want, now, would I, would I, much like we do have done Nene when she was on Atlanta, we will bring up your misfortunes in the in the past. And Toya, I do think you got a lot of nerve to always be commenting on people's finances and homes mm-hmm. when you and Doctor Eugene are not that far removed from six figure tax debt. That Big you shout put, out to Doctor Eugene. Put y'all in. Thank you. 
we like Dr. I like Dr. Eugene, and he has really him. been on his grind in these years. Because when we first was introduced to Toy and Dr. Eugene, he was an ER doctor. Mm-hmm. Now he is the director of ER. Yep. So he's been on his grind. He's obviously a very good doctor. But we remember when Dr. Eugene was working so much to pay them tax debts off that you was complaining he wasn't shoveling no dick in you. Mm. (laughs) We remember, child. We remember y'all being evicted. We remember foreclosures on homes. So I think if you're going to be a mean girl, you got to pick another avenue despite aside from finances. That's all I'm saying. I don't mind you being a mean girl. It can't be finances. You can talk about how tacky the other girls are because Toya, you do dress circles around a lot of other girls. You do got some of the best wigs and weaves on the show. Hands down. Hands down. Hands I wouldn't say hands got down. One, but yeah. I wouldn't say hands down. You do got one of the coldest houses now. And it is styled amazingly. It is. Talk it is. about how poorly the mother girl. Talk about how bad heavenly dress. Which is a very nasty ass house and them dirty baseboards. Ugh. Heavenly child, heavenly dressed like an administrative assistant. <laughs> you <laughs> nigga, you get on my nerves so bad. <laughs> I know she was wearing some from the Nina Parker collection at Macy's. Uh, you know what? <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Like she just she don't have it. She, she just don't have it, and she thinks she do. And I will. She also can't say possibly. She couldn't. I, I, <coughs> I, I'm gonna tell you, I dislike Heavenly more than I do Toya this season. This is always been a fuck Heavenly ham to me. I've never Heavenly Ugh. is going out of her way to fuck with Toya for no reason. It's- it's no reason and you using people as pawns when when have heavenly and choir wasn't close that long ago they was they have not always been close don't bring in choir to do your dirty work do it yourself standing in shit if you're gonna be a bitch be a bitch i also want to say i saw some of you ladies comments about watch your friends when it came to the porsche shit and i just want to let you know that Nice guy. Nobody is breaking their neck to fuck Dr. Damon Heavenly. <laughs> Absolutely going not. No. Out of their way to slap skins with Dr. <sighs> Damon Primes, Grimes, Fines, Mimes, whatever the fuck y'all's last. Nobody. Nice guy. Really like Dr. Damon. One of my They're favorite like husbands on the show. Actually, I like all the husbands on the show just about. Even Kieran, who? <laughs> Anila's husband, Kieran, right? Oh, he's well, my so Oh, absolutely. He's my favorite because he don't be here for nobody's shit. <laughs> he's my favorite, to be honest. He is my least favorite. He's so corny to I me. I don't like, care for him. I don't really I don't, care for I'm, him. I'm not here for him. Sorry, I like it because he, he don't be. Swagless, no swag. He don't no. be here for nobody's shit. He be like, oh, y'all crazy. And uh, as a nigga who be like that a lot of times, uh-huh. I can sympathize. Cause a lot of y'all be crazy, and I just be like, "Why are y'all so stupid?" So I, I, that's why I love them. I, I like the black husbands. Right there, we go. <laughs> <Fair> um, <laughs> but nobody is trying to fuck Doctor Damon. Nobody ever. No. Nobody trying to fuck Damon. Nobody trying to fuck Scott Contessa. Cause you was, I saw you coming too, especially with the shit y'all got going on right now. 
Okay. <laughs> let me let's 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 open it up. Okay. <laughs> Segway Jones. That's what I said. Nobody wants nobody wants to fuck Scott. Scott couldn't even get you a fucking graduation gift, and y'all both doctors. He didn't even get you a graduation cake. Mm. Okay. <sighs> you are pining for your husband's attention while being fine in a motherfucker and extremely intelligent. Don't nobody give a fuck about Scott. Scott don't give a fuck about you. Mm. Okay. You is at the please yourself party talking about your freak level of 10 and somehow, some way, Scott is not banging your motherfucking back into next year. Mm. Something is remiss in that marriage so you don't have to worry about anybody trying to fuck him. He don't even treat you good, sweet pea. Mm. Oh, okay. Sorry. I mean, I could see it for Cecil and Eugene. Okay, yes. I, can oh, I, I know Eugene is I- getting... Go ahead, John. I, I'm sorry, not Eugene. I know Cecil is. I know they are throwing in that Cecil. I I know it to be true. I know these women and some of these men are in Eugene. I'm sorry, in Cecil's DMs. You, you can't tell me otherwise. I I wouldn't. I wouldn't. He was fine as hell. He's fine, and he, like he has a demeanor and just a way about. He him. has an aura, something about him. Yeah, he got the package. The his aura, yeah, yeah, something, something about him. I, I like, <laughs> agreed. Yeah, he keep this, he, he keep episode... the Simone loud in more ways than one. I'll tell you that much. Okay. <laughs> yeah, big yak mouth ass. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, shout out to shout out to my girl Jill. <laughs> She was on Twitter like if Cecil and Simone get a divorce, like Cecil can finally have peace. <laughs> oh shit! How is Simone that unlikable that, that you like? You know what? Cecil just deserve him some peace and quiet. <laughs> he deserves something, and I can't wait for Curtis to fuck up again so Doctor Jackie could get the fine ass cat daddy she so rightfully deserves. Curtis because like he book. like Doctor Curtis. Curtis looks like a, a mucinex booger. <laughs> it's the must. It's the mustache. It's it's something. It, it's, it's the, the mustache. It's, it's, so it's the mustache and the mole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, so let we can go to the elephant in the room. Okay. Uh, Anila and Toya in this argument. <sighs> Well, okay. Before we go there, Doctor Heavenly, where was your son gonna find a house in Atlanta for one hundred fifty thousand dollars? Girl, you smoking crack? I almost said something extremely shady. No, mm, <laughs> I don't even live in Atlanta, but I y'all have to stop this narrative that living in the South is so cheap, especially in not. big metro cities like Atlanta. Right. You're talking about a house off the lake and you thought that house off the lake was going to be $150,000? Absolutely not. You... Listen, while, maybe, maybe while needing that... minor minor cosmetic work like paint? Listen, maybe if that house was off Lake Lanier, oh. maybe. <laughs> but even then... Yeah, lake Death Near. It's <laughs> Hello, that's that's what it really should be like. Listen, um, but I was like, Kathleen, what are you talking about? She don't know what the hell she's talking about. Again, just, just be just be just be running her mouth just to run her mouth. 
I know what the hell she talking about. I will say, though. Uh, I just always want to point out that you a bitch with an underbite who always doing dental work on people. Mm. <laughs> Help. She definitely look like a Pokemon. Help me, please. She got a Pokemon. She definitely look like she unhinged her jaw to lift up Ooh, Dr. I, <laughs> I got homework. For, I got homework for everybody. Everybody that's listening to the sound of my voice, Google a Pokemon named Granbull and then look at Doctor Heavily and tell me they ain't the same person. I just want y'all to do that real quick. Got me fucked up. Great <laughs> Google Granbull Google and then look at Doctor Heavily. I'll wait. Oh, what am I? <laughs> Oh, we calling we calling this the Grand Bull episode. (laughs) What a monstrosity. That's how her mouth looks. It's true. I don't I don't like I don't like Heavenly. Oh. oh my Jesus! Oh my God! That may or may not be the show art. <laughs> that's unfortunate. Oh my God! Jesus, that's unfortunate. Please feel free to make that the show art. <laughs> oh my God! Oh. <laughs> Y'all welcome. <laughs> I'm never gonna be able to. I don't even know what to say. I'm never gonna be able to see that. <laughs> <laughs> this is heavenly all day. <laughs> Throwing a oh my god! <laughs> oh my lord! That's exactly how heavenly looks. See if you can make a brown skin. <laughs> See if you could put a secretary blouse on. <laughs> Not a secretary blouse. Get out! Oh my god! Mm. Okay, let's go to this argument between Anila and Toya because I feel like Anila was wilding for a place on the show because Toya calling you dingy is really not nothing to argue about when you are a fucking dingbat. Yeah. I mean, she's like, she called me dingy. The ladies in the, she's like, she's talking about me. If the ladies are coming to her telling her that you don't, y'all aren't paying your bills or your finances fucked up. That's not Toya talking about you. That's the other people at all. About you. Like I didn't. You got me in a bad place when I got to defend Toya because I like Toya as the bad guy, but Toya literally didn't do nothing that warranted y'all arguing at this sex party. Right. If anything, if you like, wanted girl, to ask, what? if anything you if you wanted to ask her about it, you should have waited till another time. This party was not the place to do it at all. Like you, why would you? Like read the room, girl. She can't. She's like you. Y'all are talking uh, John. About <laughs> she, she can't. Something about her falls flat. So I, I don't think that she can pick up those type of cues. So I, it just, it was never. It's never. I, no, I agree, John. <laughs> it's just she no, gives me just blank. It's just okay. It, no. Yeah. Hopefully, this is her last season. Like, I don't come back. We no. Yeah, y'all could have kept Mariah for this. Yeah. Yeah. At least Mariah like gives us more. All right. Hell, I don't like At her. least she actually gives us drama. Yeah. Anila is supposed to give us drama, and it was because Toya called her dingy and an airhead. Allegedly. Cause what do you, I mean, granted it, granted, it sounded like some shit Toya would say. 
But we don't even know if she. We said- don't even have no sound clips at a at a people that supposedly said it. It didn't even come from none of the ladies in the fucking circle. Right. Yeah. You bringing us a cul-de-sac, uh, gated community bullshit. We don't want that. We don't. Don't want it. We that. Yeah. We don't. We like, don't care. No, thanks. I did not care. Yeah. At all. We don't. We don't care. And also, even if it is true, this is just karma coming back to you for you trying to force Toya and uh, Contessa to be cool when you could have managed your damn business. Thank you. Why, why would you do that? That's why? it. That's the one. Because Contessa still haven't gotten over that. Like, then tried to act like Contessa put her hands on your mama. Listen. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> running up, get done up. Know the business. Right, Contessa is Black Air Force One's energy. Why would you? Even... Uh, you know what? She is. I, I love Contessa, but she, yeah, she's a whole nigga. Like, to... I wouldn't do that, man. Black Air Force One's energy. That's that. That's no that lies told. Contessa, mm. no lies told at mm. all. I mean, he mm. didn't lie. It's just you know, I wouldn't expect that. But no, you, he didn't lie. Like Contessa looked like she will pistol whip you. And dare yeah. you to say something. And dare you to flinch. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I didn't I didn't care about Anil and Contessa. I mean not Contessa, uh Toya arguing. I did not care. Um if Anil anything I'll... arguing with Toya because Toya didn't give a fuck. She did not. I will say Pat, Toya gave her complete girl, what is you talking about, energy? But you're not paying the people. You don't think they're gonna talk? Like, I mean, pay the people. Why are, you, why are, are they in the makeup? house yet? Because last I checked, the house wasn't even finished. So mm-hmm. you having financial problems on the house that ain't even finished yet, sis? I'm confused. Not mm-hmm. that I know of. I don't think it's finished mm-hmm. yet. Because remember, the the holdup was uh was her damn mama, which is another reason why I like her husband. Because her husband ain't for <laughs> ain't here for none of that shit. Like I ain't got to, I'm living with you, not your goddamn mama. <laughs> Period. Period. But yeah, was that it? Yeah, that was it. Tonight's episode, I think, is uh shit. I don't even remember what the preview for tonight's episode was. That's a damn shame. Tonight. So um, it's supposed to be messy. Yeah, it's supposed. Yes, Ooh, it was. Because no, uh, Scott and Contessa. Uh-huh. Yeah, Scott and Contessa. Like I think they're gonna mm-hmm. get more into their marital problems, which you know. That's carrying on. I can get with. Oh, and no, and, that, and um, Toya and Quad supposed to have a blow up. Toya and Quad supposed to get into it heavy tonight. Mm-hmm. Which I'm here for. Also, if you haven't been watching, if you are subscribed to the Patreon, <laughs> Jocelyn's Cabaret. please watch Jocelyn's Cabaret. <laughs> that bitch deserves a date. She deserves an Emmy. Oh, okay. That is the most ratchet, terrible, amazing fucking TV you will get to watch. Oh my God. She told that bitch, she said, Barbie, you $1 dick sucking hoe, come back here so I could break your fucking neck. Oh. What? Oh my. Oh. Any TV where motherfuckers is talking to people like that, that's my CTV. Because in what world is dude, and she got these women on here talking to them like she they pimp. Well, I mean, I mean, well, a mm. bunch of them are telling, but that's just neither here nor there. I'm just saying, 
But if you are subscribed to the Patreon, we'll be we'll be discussing the latest episodes this week coming for Ratchet Reloaded because I'll be back on there as well. Yeah. But yeah, um, I'm looking forward to this Toy and Quad blow up because I feel like it's been a long time coming. Oh yeah, it's definitely been coming all season, and I feel like Toya is not holding herself accountable. Well. No, let me say this. And this is why I understand why John don't like Quad. Heavenly brought that information to Quad saying that Toya was shading her house. Mm. Why not just go and talk to Toya one-on-one and say, did you mean it like that? Right. Because I was told that you said it in a shady manner. I truly don't believe, I can't find the clip online. I look for it. I truly do not believe Toya was being shady towards Quad. But the way that Heavenly brings stuff to people is always like it's shady, even when it's not. Because it's Heavenly. Because that's the type of bitch she is. Yeah. So I really wish Kwai had talked to Toya first and took the middleman out. Because I, I don't think we would be here if Toya and Kwai had had a conversation prior to letting Heavenly get in, in Kwai's ear. Mm-hmm. So... I'm I'm kind of looking forward to this blowout, but I I kind of I blame Quad for it because I'm gonna ask you directly. I'm not gonna take the next person's word for something, especially if I don't have the actual video footage to support what you're telling me. Yeah. Now, one so, thing I will say I do agree with that, but one thing that and we saw in the preview is that Toya was saying that I ain't never been nothing but a good friend of you. That's a motherfucking lie, Toya. And we got plenty of bean footage that you've been a piece of shit. Not only oh, to yeah, that is a lot. <laughs> Toya didn't Toya don't even want Quad on the show, to be honest. Right. She didn't after her and Dr. Greg Eugene. What's the nigga name? Greg. 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 What's that little peanut body built nigga? Greg. Greg. She didn't want him. <laughs> she didn't want her on the show after that, talking about she's no longer married to medicine, which John even said, but at least John stand up in it. Bitch, you're not married to medicine no more. Get off this show. Right. So yeah, I do think Toya is being full of shit in that sense because when it was uh, Mariah versus Quad, Toya sided with Mariah quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And Mariah was there that was in the wrong. She was on that booger sugar. <laughs> That's why she got so mad at Jackie for saying that here. Jackie didn't lie. Shit, <laughs> yeah, girl, you was too. You was, you was doing that rusty. Bye. Too far? Okay, cool. Well, Before we go, John, tell, tell the people where they can find you, where they can listen to you. Um, you know. Okay. Where can um, we get to know you better? You can listen to the podcast on most uh, streaming platforms. It's the John Effect Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at the PodQB. Um, I'm pretty teamly on Twitter and I try to release episodes of the podcast every week, but sometimes I got to cash in my podcast PTO because it don't be shit to talk about. And I'm not going to just do a show just to do a show. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah. Amen hey, to that, to be perfectly goddamn honest. Because listen, listen. <laughs> Look. Sometimes you just you got to take a break. Right. I'm just gonna be on the sidelines and I'm gonna listen. I don't need to be I don't need to participate. Listen, to a lot of a lot of not it's going <clears throat> shade, but no shade. A lot of content <laughs> creators can take a page from that. It's like sometimes you just don't need to put out an episode instead of trying to force content and then the product don't be good. That's all I'm saying. Thank you. Thank you. That's it. Thank you. 
It's the truth. Good to hear a look, everybody. With that, uh, this has been another episode of Ratchet Ramblings. Um, our resident Queen of Fiend is back, and y'all are to see what type of what type of shit she was on. So we we back in full force. Um, we'll be back next week. Um, yeah, and we out.